Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Astros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTown Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. Alrighty, alrighty. So we have the Astros winning 11 4, and we should be jumping for joy. Uh, we have Kyle Tucker hitting another homer and having another great day. But unfortunately, another Astro kind of bit the dust today. Uh, hopefully, it's just a minor thing and it's not going to be anything major. But the way uh, I couldn't actually watch the game today, but I was listening on the radio. And the way they described it was his arm was basically just hanging limp. And so that's never a good thing. But of course, I'm talking about George Springer. So we could talk about that. We could talk about a lot more. We could talk about finally getting a victory against the California team. That's all actually pretty nice. But you can get Locked on Astros on Podcast and App Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in your car, tell us my device played podcast, Locked on Astros. So uh, there's been a change in plans. I know that there's been a lot of confusion about why there's a change in plan, but there's a tropical storm heading our way, basically. And I just looked at a little uh, a forecast, and it's basically a beeline towards our Galveston area. And so uh, they're, what the Astros did was they're proactive this time, and they said, look, um, we're going to go ahead and play doubleheader tomorrow, and then we'll have an early a game on Wednesday that way the Angels can get out of town and when this thing hits on Thursday maybe there there won't be so much disruption who knows what happens with the series who knows if we'll even have power on Friday because we we know how this thing happens in Houston it's just we saw what happened to her Harvey but Harvey is not the only hurricane that's ever hurt a hit at Houston and it seems like every time there's power outages there's uh, flooding so Hopefully, we don't get the dirty side of storm like we did with Harvey. Well, here's the deal with that. Just not that we're not that we're locked on Houston weather, but um, this thing would have to take a significant track to the west in order for it to impact Houston the way it is. The where it's going right now, it is more than likely going to. We are going to get the west side of the storm, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, you don't want the east side. That is the dirty side of the storm. And it looks like it will hit at a Category 2. But, Eric, it is actually moving at 20 miles per hour. And so that is a good thing. Harvey stalled. And that was the killer behind Harvey. That was what happened with Allison when it circled around more than once. So for us in Houston, we just want to wish you all in the surrounding areas, and those of you all that listen, if you're in the path of the storm, be safe. Listen to local authorities. Take your precautions. Make sure you have a generator. Get some water. Just be safe. Don't drive into high water, anything like that. The storm hopefully will move fast. But here's the thing. The Houston Astros came back home, and they got back in the swing of things. My only critique is the Astros need to do this, Eric, against teams 
that are not American League West teams. They need to do this against the top line teams. Uh, I guess you're talking about uh, not against the bottom dweller dwelling uh, Angels and. I think a lot of people actually thought the Angels would be good this year. I mean, they went out and got Anthony Rendon, but now they're nine and twenty-one. They're at the halfway mark, and they're at nine and twenty-one. So, and they're only six game out of a playoff. So that just kind of shows how everything's going this year. The twenty twenty is just kind of weird and everything. So, uh, I know that the game, the first game, is going to start, I believe, at what three oh five tomorrow. And then that means the next game would kind of follow right after they, that game. They typically do like a 30-minute like uh, reset, uh, maybe go change uniforms or something like that. But uh, and, it's then, only, and it's only seven innings. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so that's something that's a little bit different. And then Wednesday they're going to play the uh, series finale beginning at 12.10 p.m. So basically I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that – uh, maybe school uh, well, school's not going to be canceled because everything's basically online anyway. But maybe we can work from home and I can actually watch that game. But the Astros did get another great performance from Framer Valdez. This is a guy that I will admit that I really bashed him over the years and said, why the heck did they bring him back this year? And there's so many of us have had doubts, but remember Mike Trout said that he had some of the best stuff in the game. And it just kind of like Kyle Tucker, you had to give this guy a chance to kind of uh, just to learn how to pitch. And I was talking to you about this before the show, and I think a lot of cre- credit needs to go to Dusty Baker. I mean, I'm sure Brent Strom has been doing a lot, but Dusty Baker had the whole uh, – Fernando Venezuela talk with him and saying you could be that if you do this and uh, we see what he's done this year and yes he did give up four runs today but the Astros already well I think at the time it was five to four but then the Astros bats exploded he did have 11 strikeouts and he did basically make um, uh, Shohei Otani do a 360 after a that that pitch it was just it was beautiful man it just I I would never have thought I would say all these great things about Valdez. Yeah, Framber Valdez was phenomenal tonight. All 11 of his strikeouts there came off the curveball. The very last strikeout of the game was against Mike Trout. So he basically reeled in the big fish, did it twice in the same game. This is his fifth straight game of going six innings or more. And it's his career high in pitch count. So he hit a lot of milestones tonight personal milestones that are important to a young pitcher. He got frazzled a little bit when he gave up those runs, but he hung in there and he stuck with it. And those are the times when Dusty Baker has seemed to pull people when they're struggling. And he did. He had confidence in his young starter. He let him go 113 pitches. And after giving up four runs, six hits, uh, that's impressive. And uh, he's his ERA is down at 235. There is hope if the Astros can – get healthy. Um, uh, but uh, I didn't really get to see what actually happened. George Springer. I don't know if you're watching the game. Yourself. Yes, I was watching. So I know that he got hit by the pitch, but uh, kind of ex- yeah, so, uh, explain what happened. So basically he got, he got hit on the left arm and typically he wears an elbow pad. He wears a pad over the like elbow and the, the, the part like right below your tricep. And literally he got hit right there. At first, I thought of his elbow. 
had it hit his elbow, it would have shattered his elbow, okay? And I'm not George Springer, but a couple of years ago, I was throwing BP for my Little League team, and I was like an, like an idiot when I was throwing. I was releasing the ball th- over the screen. A, foul, a, a line drive came at me, and it hit me on my forearm, but it hit like an inch above my elbow. The doctor said then that had that ball hit my elbow, it would have shattered my elbow. The baseball thrown was going twice as fast as the baseball that was hit at me. So I can't imagine what kind of damage. And he was holding his arm like it was dead, like he got frogged really bad. The x-rays came back. It is a contusion, and the x-rays are negative. So that's a good sign. He did leave the game. He tried to stay in. Dusty Baker was standing there. It was funny, like George was putting on his little his gloves for sliding, and Dusty Baker kind of put his hands on his hips. <laughs> he started to walk away and kind of shook his head like, Oh man, I want him to come out of the game. And then George sprinted down and back. And then you could just see, he's like, I I can't go. I can't go. And I mean, he, I mean, the veins were popping out of his neck. It was just, it was like George going there and get some ice on it. It's okay. And of course, Miles Straw came in and actually did a really good job for him. Yeah. And I know that uh, he's done that before. He actually stayed in. uh, I, I believe he, something happened and then he stayed in game and then slid into third base. Uh, this was like a few years back and then uh, he hurt himself at third base. So this guy is a gamer. This is a guy that always wants to stay in the game. And uh, after the game, Dusty Baker did say that George Springer is probably not going to play in any of the games tomorrow. So there's nothing broken in the elbow. It, it just it did get some bone, but it's just contusion. So let's just imagine like um, you you just want to get some energy. Like Miles Straw, he was just kind of on the bench, not really doing anything, maybe stacking cups cups uh jose altuve style <laughs> but um how could he get some energy before he goes in there in place of george springer you know very easily he could grab a built bar he could eat that real quick and then go on the field i mean i'm, I'm serious like before or after a workout I, I go to built bar it is a it is not only a protein bar but it tastes like a candy bar and it is more candy bar than it's ever been it's got more chocolate than it's ever had before and all the sizes of these built bars now they're redesigned to where they're all the exact same size. You won't. They had a lot of issues. I think that they were working through, and they really listened to the customers. And the customers like, we want more flavors. We want certain things, and they listened. And so built bar, just like the champions that consume their protein bars, the best protein bar on the market, they stepped up to the plate. So built bars are for the healthy, conscious guy. They are for those who want to get a quick boost of energy. They are low calorie. They are low carb. And they have a ton of protein. 110 you know, calories, 3 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. And you can find that all in the flavor orange chocolate cream. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use a promo code locked on. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's $10 off your first order using the using the promo code locked on when you go to billbar.com. Uh looking at the the box score, it's kind of weird to see that the Astros were 6 for 16 with runners in scoring position. 
Uh, Jose Altuve was 0 for 2, Springer 0 for 1, and then you had Mayfield. Uh, Mayfield got a start at third base, and he was 0 for 3. Uh, Gurriel was 0 for 2, but you still scored 11 runs. It just It's just kind of weird to see how, how things work, but uh, I know a lot of Astros got on base today. They had 11 hits. Uh, they but did. Mayfield, but Mayfield laid down a sacrifice bunt, Eric, and it was perfect. Like the first bunt he did, what went foul immediately, and the second bunt was literally in between, like on the edge of the dirt and the grass, and it was perfect. That moved the runners over. That kept it going. You know what was great tonight was Brantley got two hits. Both of those hits were doubles tonight, Eric. So you had Brantley, you had Reddick, and Maldonado. They all got two hits. Your six, seven, and eight hitter all got hits. And when Altuve, I mean, Altuve looked lost. There was a strikeout he had, Eric. The only pitch that he could have hit in that at bat was the first, was the second strike that he got. And it was a beautiful pitch. And he watched it. And it was like he didn't realize it was coming. And it was just so frustrating to watch him then strike out on a high fastball that he had no business swinging at. So, I mean, yeah. I know he's come out of it. He is over 200. He's 207. But at the same time, Clutch Correa came through. Kyle Tucker came through. I mean, this is a game where pretty much everybody in the lineup hit, except for maybe a couple people, and it, it ended up well for them. They had 11 hits, and they scored 11 runs. And Brantley coming back is a big deal, and I know that they said he probably would not be playing in back-to-back games, but I think that's changed now with George Springer out for uh, the two games tomorrow. So uh, you may see him play one game, and honestly, uh, we may see Garrett Stubbs out in left field <laughs> uh, for one of these games just because who else do they have? Um, they're, they're running out of people. I know you could have Miles Straw out there, and but uh, they'll have to kind of piece together. I guess you still have Josh Reddick out there and – Kyle Tucker and the MVP Kyle Tucker and like I told Javi yesterday I'm like I can't believe that uh, Kyle Tucker is leading the Astros in RBIs who would have thought that after his slow start and everything but this guy's really turned it on and I know you had a a few more comments about um, Framer Valdez but before we do congrats to CNL Perez he really came in and he took advantage of it. I think that probably Dusty Baker said, oh, you can go have the eighth inning, but he pitched so good that he said, okay, go back out for a ninth, and he got it done. Yeah, he did get it done, and both of these pitchers, you know, CNL got in a little bit of trouble, got bases loaded, but, I mean, the game was still, I think, out of reach at the time. Obviously, there's two outs. He did a good job. He's a guy that you would like to see have some success. I love that he's a small frame guy. He's electric. The ball just flies out of his hand, and I mean, he's got great movement. Framber Valdez, that curveball, that curveball that he struck out Mike Trout on, that ball almost took a complete half-moon circle to the plate or to the strike zone. And when it went in there and landed in the strike zone, like Mike Trout's face was like, they got me. Like, Mike Trout respects Framber Valdez big time. But Kyle Tucker, when he hits the ball, I talked about this before we started recording, when he hits the ball, his bat path, like his swing is so long. But when he hits the ball, it reminds me of the game of cricket where they have that bat that has the flat face and where they kind of, it looks like they shove the ball when they're hitting. And it looks like he's shoving the baseball, but then the baseball just absolutely flies off his bat. 
Like he's got a, like he's got, you know, growing up, we had a kid that corked his bat. We had aluminum bats and he put tennis balls in the barrel and he hit it and the, and the little um, plastic cap came off the end. Tennis balls came flying out. It's like he's got a loaded bat because when he hits it, the ball just absolutely goes nuts off of that bat. It's amazing to see. And it's great to see because Kyle Tucker has been under a lot of scrutiny. There are a lot of high expectations, and it's really good. This is his time to shine. He is your right fielder for the Houston Astros. He will be there for many years to come. Yeah, and he is the George Springer insurance policy. I think that if George Springer leaves, then Astros may like more likely bring back Michael Brantley and just kind of go with maybe a Miles Straw or somebody else. They may have to go out and get another outfielder. They may bring back Josh Reddick, um, not for a lot of money, but maybe for a one-year deal, and we'll have to see what's happening. That's that's kind of down the road. The Astros still have a long journey to go, and I know the A's are uh, heading ALS, but the Astros still have a chance. But uh, I do I do want to talk a little bit more about Framer Valdez. You kind of missed that earlier, but uh, according to Allison Ferd, uh, Footer, he said she said that he is eleven strikeouts were on curveballs today, and he said that she said I don't know why I keep on saying he. She said entering the outing, uh, he the batters were batting point uh, zero nine five against him uh, against his curveball, and so that's just impressive and just kind of going to just how he's developed into a better pitcher and better that. So speaking of a better pitcher, Justin Verlander. Hold on. Hold on. on. I got to stop you there because you remember, remember how like three shows ago you accused me of not listening to you. Uh See, I mentioned his 11 strikeouts on all on curveballs earlier. Okay. I mentioned that. See, see, Hey, see guys, we hold each other accountable. Uh, Justin Verlander actually team. threw 20 pitches <laughs> off the mound yesterday, according to Dusty <laughs> Baker, and he said he pre- felt pretty good, and that's a very, very positive sign. Um, we do have a thoughts by Baker, uh, by Dusty, but um, I didn't get a chance to edit it, but uh, thank you, Columbus Trey. It sounds really great. Uh, we'll get that up pretty soon, but uh, this is a late game, and I don't think I had the energy to do it tonight, but uh, Justin Verlander, if he comes back, that's going to be added bonus but I think what's happened this year has made some people uh, rise up grow up so to speak and uh, I don't think anybody was really counting on Valdez to do what he does Brandon Belak, nobody probably really thought he would be doing much but Christian Javier will will take the mound for one of the games we don't know who the other starter is going to be it could be something like a bullpen game or they could pull, uh, bring somebody up from well I guess they can't uh, they can pull somebody up from the the uh, taxi squad, but remember Corpus Christi is shut down. Uh, they closed the camp over there because one uh, player tested positive for the coronavirus, and uh, now we've got Laura coming, so um, it's uh, there's not going to be any water bottles at HEB or anywhere because um, a lot of people panic when the storms are coming, so uh, luckily I have some water, and we'll have to see how it all goes, but I'm glad. I'm going to be excited when I get home tomorrow. I'll hopefully be able to watch three, uh, two straight games of Astros baseball, and there's nothing better than that. So any closing thoughts? No, I just think the Astros need to take advantage of their weak opponents right now. I mean, basically all they have are two two really good hitters, and that's it. You know, like, like I said on our episode with Locked on Padres, 
um, the Angels are to Mike Trout what the Texans were to Andre Johnson. And if the Angels don't wise up, they're going to run that man's career to where he ends it without a World Series title, which would be criminal because I think Mike Trout is a type of player that really deserves to have a ring on his hand because he's so good. So I think they do this, but they got to take care of business, Eric. they got to take care of business when Oakland comes into town. We can beat up on these Mickey Mouse teams, on these teams that aren't any good. But if it if, if you can't do it against the big dogs, then we're going to have to get off the porch. So um, I think I think we're going to have to get down to brass tacks when Oakland comes to town. I think we need to kick their butt out of here and sweep them because we haven't been able to beat them yet. All right. So um, Eric Barajas of uh, ABC 13 did tweet out today that the uh, Houston COVID-19 positivity rate was cut in half. It went from 19.9% on July 31st to 9.2%. So that's a positive trend. Uh, it's going down. And so hopefully with schools opening, nothing's going to happen with that. But um, I'm actually enjoying this online school thing. Uh, it, it's a little bit different, but overall, it's actually pretty cool. And the kids are actually interacting. And so, um, and I understand that there's certain districts out there that started today that had a lot of technical issues, no names, but... Um, uh, just just give it a few days. Those technical issues will go away. And uh, just remember, we got some Astros baseball. Uh, we've got maybe about half a season left, and hopefully we can uh, go to playoffs and maybe win the World Series so everybody can get off our backs. But that's all we got for tonight's Lockdown Astros podcast. Remember, you can find us every day at Lockdown Astros, or uh, you can listen, and we just talk about baseball daily and don't forget to go check out my uh, friend Sully I was actually on his podcast last night the Locked On MLB podcast and uh, we talked some more baseball late late at night and here I am late late at night good night and I will see you tomorrow